Zoom says we're being recorded, so I'll go with it. Welcome to another episode of the Air Attack Podcast. I'm your host, Michael. As always, listen to us on the Unhinged Sports Network uh, every Thursday, 6 Eastern. Currently, you're uh, listening to me on the Unhinged Sports Network right now. But in the meantime, this is uh, a great way to start the weekend. I got uh, two wonderful ladies. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. It's been a rushing day. But uh, nonetheless, I got Whitney and Michelle from the Girls Toss 2. Uh, Cornhole podcast, ladies, welcome to the show. I wish we were named Girls Toss Two, but it's actually yeah, I girls, like that. I, I like know. that better. It's, it's actually Girls, girls throw, throw Two, two but, but I actually wish we were <laughs> Girls Toss Two. <laughs> My buddy toss. Is, uh, a buddy of mine was uh, was just texting me. He said, "What's their podcast?" So I can listen to it. I said, "I think it's t- Throw, but I think it's Toss." They do both, so there you yeah. have it. Toss, well, we- toss can be interpreted so many ways, right? Like. Girls oh, toss yeah. two could go. <laughs> it could, it go, could a go a totally go, different oh, direction. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Keep it clean, guys. Keep it clean. <laughs> um, anyway, um, yes, we are girls throw two. Um, the girls throw two.com. I am Whitney. This is my co-founder and better half, Michelle. She's on the West Coast. I'm on the East Coast. And Representing. Our- East Side. <laughs> it's an inside joke you guys yeah we, we talk hip-hop a lot you know nice. so anyway um we started out as just girls whose husbands really love the sport they love to play cornhole um anybody who's played before realizes that this sport is very freakishly addicting and there is no moderation once you catch that cornhole bug so michelle and i independently without knowing each other quickly learned we got to get to trying this because otherwise we're going to lead separate lives you know that from our husbands that that are not fun we'll be left behind while he's going to league night so uh we both started playing um michelle a little more confidently on her own she's probably the better player if you listen to our podcast you'll probably quickly pick that up I am like a consumer of knowledge. And when I feel uncomfortable, I try to like digest as much information Mm -hmm. as possible. I went to the web to try to find information for beginners in Cornhole, females early on in Cornhole. Nothing was out there. It's a niche market right now because ESPN throughout the pandemic had no broadcast coverage with other sports because no other sports were being played. So Cornhole got full you know, uh, headline views. And um, that has made it the number one growing sport in the country. Given that there was nothing out there for women or beginners, we jumped on it. I started a team, quickly met Michelle as one of my teammates. And quickly she stuck out as somebody who I needed in a higher level position than just, you know, one of the teammates because uh, everything I'm terrible at, she's great at. Yeah, I try. <laughs> she does better than try. She's humble. <laughs> <laughs> so for people that don't know much about Cornhole Course here in Oklahoma City, you know, we, we talk more football really than anything else. But I did play some Cornhole a few weeks back during a top golf event that we uh, got the privilege to go to. But uh, course scoring system, you know, that if there is a scoring system, how does a scoring system work? How do you declare the winner from the loser? And exactly the question that a buddy of mine wanted me to ask you was, was 
how who how did cornhole or cornhole and cornhole cornhole um came about like how in the world did it got invented so to speak well uh, we can't speak to the invention part of it because you know i i haven't even researched it that far back we can tell you how it got its name but i'm gonna kick pun it to michelle because michelle i think you should explain cancellation scoring <laughs> yeah and it got its name because the bags have corn in it but right but, um the bags that we play with and anybody who's more serious, they would never play with a bag with corn in it. So the, the whole bag game is a whole nother world that you will enter once you start playing more competitively or just care more about your throw. For and sure. it, it has involved, evolved over time, what you say. Yeah, yeah it has. It totally yeah. evolved. So in terms of the scoring, it's a cancellation system. Um, so basically your points and your opponent's points would cancel out one another and whatever's left over is what the score would be. So if you get, you know, four bags on the board and I get three bags on the board, you would get one point. And so three, when it gets in the hole, that's three points. If it gets on the board, it's one point. So you cancel out to get to the score. 21 points wins the game. And usually like in, in one, the league that I run, uh, we don't go over 21. So when you hit 21, the game's over. You submit the score 21 points and you move on to the next game. Does anybody play the bust anymore? Like the bust rule where, so there's a oh, we, bust rule. Some people yeah. play backyard style. If, if you don't get exactly to 21, you have to, revert back to like we never played that way because number of because points. competitively like the acl pros the aco pros like the pro level that's not the case and you know we try to be as legit as possible right i just don't <laughs> like the rule whether it's legit or not we I don't used to play skunk fun. did you ever play skunk Whitney? no how do you play that okay so we don't do it anymore but when we first started playing if you got to 11 points and the other team had zero mm -hmm. then you the game's over, you win. Oh, it's like a mercy rule. Yeah, it's like a skunk rule. But that doesn't make any sense because I've been down 11-0 and I've still and come, come back. come back, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Screw you for your skunk rule. Yeah, get out of here, skunk <laughs> rule. We don't need you. <laughs> exactly. But yes, uh, um, 100%, it's cancellation, scoring three in the hole, you know, one on the board. So now it's time to test you, Mike. If I had two in the hole, and she had two on the board and the rest were alongside on the concrete. What, who has what score and what is the total number anybody gets to add? Math time. So I have two what in the is? hole. Do you right. like how I gave myself two in the hole by the yeah, way? Yeah, of course you did. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> okay, so I- Well, he two... doesn't play. So you probably would get two in the hole and Mike <laughs> might get two on the board, right? Okay, so I have two, two. in the hole. You have two on the two board. On the board. All the rest are, are on concrete. What did I end up with? What did you end up with? And what's the score we add to the tower? You weren't listening. I have you? no idea. I'm just going to wing it. I would say 4-2. So Whitney had six points because she got two in the hole. So three gotcha. each. You had two points because you had two in the board. So it would be four. six minus two. So Whitney gets four points. I walk away with four. So you were close. I mean, yeah, you, were, you, were. you were, you definitely had the right numbers in there in your, yeah. in your I guess, right? <laughs> and by the way, people who play all the time get tripped up. Get on this the wrong. My, all the yeah, time. My own damn husband. Like you got to watch, like yeah. you're on your side of the board and you just threw and you're like, okay, mm -hmm. I got like, let's just say you got two in the hole and the other person got two in the board and you're like, cool, that's four. And then they're like from the other end, they're like, all right, that's two. And you're like, what? Huh? No. Yeah, and then that's it's, it's the most awkward thing in the world too when you they're the know ones they're wrong. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you're looking at it. What are you talking about? We're opening up a whole nother can of worms. It's Just, like, but don't feel bad. The scoring can be tricky for yeah. people. 
it, you know, it happens. You're giving us so many content ideas to use on our own web, on our own podcast yeah, right now, Mike. Sure. <laughs> hey, it's just one of those days. You know, I get, I think I give, you know, uh, a lot of, no, I'm kidding. No, it's, you know, I, I like to give the help, you know, kind of get the people, you know, name out there and all that good stuff. And it kind of, you know, in regards to cornhole, is there a special technique? I know I listened to one of uh, your ladies' podcasts. Just one? Good Lord. One? Mike, you have so much <laughs> catching up to do, dude. It's unacceptable. Hey, I got the rest of the weekend to catch up on it. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll quiz you again on Monday. You better be binging. Yeah, I, I got your, you. Practice your elementary math skills. <laughs> <laughs> I just need you to listen and download. That's okay. all I care two, about. Two different goals. That's true. No, I'll definitely, the math skills, I definitely need to work on those. My boss even said that earlier. Cause so, uh, <laughs> we were doing something stupid and I was way off in left field, but it is what it is. But it happens. Uh, math is uh, overrated, Mike. Yes, it is. I was never a math person. So <laughs> I was, uh, that was not my cup of tea. But is there, is there a special technique to cornhole or is it kind of you're winging it and just hope for the best? So, okay, I don't know that we're winging it necessarily, but there is there and there are definite strategies. So um, what's been the coolest thing for us to learn as we've gotten better at the sport is that like I used to think you just every time try to get the bag in the hole. Right. Right. Um, It's not it's, it's more of a strategy game than that. So like actually what's best, they say the very, very best thing is blocker, airmail, airmail slide okay so that means there my first bag i throw in an ideal situation this never happens by the way if you know me as a person or a player this will never go down um but it would be to put your bag blocking the hole right so she she now is stuck and and, and constricted by my bag next one would be an airmail which the definition of that is just it goes in the hole like a swish in basketball mm-hmm. Okay, next one would be an airmail, like a swish in basketball. The final one would be a slide wherein I slide my bag and take that blocker bag in with it. That is the definition of the best round possible. Now, to make that play out properly <laughs> is well, a different and, story. And that's like bag, that's throw, that's a lot of things. But I will say, like, if you were to look at the very, very, like, basis of, like, what makes a good cornhole player, the first thing is just that flat spinning bag. Like that's the first thing you work on is just trying to get a flat spinning bag because you can control where it goes to do all those things that yeah. Whitney just mentioned. Instead of like gripping it and like, you know, clinching it and trying to throw it like a ball. Or I've seen people like- You gotta get more frisbee. I hold it like this, like a like a pizza. Pancake, yeah. And like, yeah, and like, I'm like, yeah. how do you control where it goes? Or so, so for me, it was the flip-flop bag, right? So it kind of like flip-flopped over itself. Mm-hmm. And that's how I threw for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then I, I- And many people do, Michelle. Yeah, so. and that's where but most people start. And then it kind of like turned like almost vertical. So it was like a vertical bag. And oh, then it's like a, like a ninja star. Yeah, like a ninja star. <laughs> and then eventually it worked itself. And it's really a flick of the wrist to go from the vertical to the flat. Um, and you then, just want to combine the two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then so. eventually it got flat. Once you get a flat spinning bag, now you have a lot more control as to what happens when you're throwing. Yeah. Because the biggest issue when people first start out is that lack of consistency. Right. Um, and so the most you can do or or whatever you can do to try to 
Like Michelle used to take a step when she threw it, but that was causing a lack of consistency in where her bag ultimately ended up. So the most you could take out of those other variables and get consistent, now you have the physical components. There's an entirely different mental side of this game, which you that's, will realize once that's you level two, That's level two or level five. I don't <laughs> yeah, know. Think about like Mario Brothers. Like now <laughs> that's like world three or something. Like, like, let, let's, let's break it down for the listeners. The first step is try to get the bag on the board. First step is to pick up a bag and yeah. try to throw it. Yeah, try to, throw, try to get it to the board. Second step, <laughs> we try to get it like in the middle of the board, right? Like in the lane of the hole. Right. Then you start working on the mechanics of trying to get the bag flat and spinning. And then you start working on other types of like, okay, let me get the mental game. Like kind of like how golf has a mental component. Mm-hmm. Like the best players in the world will still miss easy putts. How is that possible? It's kind of like that the with yips. cornhole. Yep, the yips. They're, they're a thing. So anyway, do you feel like, a desire right now to go through a bag, Mike, because that that's kind of our goal here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've always wanted to play, you know, at least try it. You know, I know we played just a few, you know, messed around, just kind of tossing type of thing. And obviously not really having an idea of what we were just kind of, I think, I forgot. I think we all we did was whoever had the most, I think, in the hole or something. I don't remember how we even worked it out. <laughs> I can guarantee 100% it right, was my, more than like likely my correct. It's like my mom. She's just like, I just kind of put the boards a little distant apart. And then like, we kind of just tried our best. And I was like, okay, that sounds fun, but that is not cornhole. (laughs) Like there, there are standards of play that you have to do. If you want to say that you played cornhole. Um, Otherwise you're just like throwing things, which is cool. If you want to do that, (laughs) (laughs) but let's call it what it is. Well, more than likely we were throwing it. Here's the deal. I'm just so shocked that there's not more cornhole in your area. Like mm-hmm. in backyard barbecue. Yeah, that's an area where it's usually pretty prominent. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, not here. It's, you know, here it's, <clears throat> forget the, you know, the major sports. Cornhole here just, you don't know many people that will do it. It's, if you do, it's. It's not to, like, what do you mean who will do it? You act like we're asking them to go to war. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you want to have fun, drink beer, and play some games? I mean, I don't right. know. Is that a big yeah. ask? I'm all for beer. No, I should. I, 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 feel like I don't know many people here who would do it. Like, what do you what's to do? You just go out and play, guys. It's fun. I you never know. It. People are so hyped up on their uh, technology, they may want to stay inside. And oh, well, that's the coolest part of this sport is it gets couples off their phones, <clears throat> kids, engaging with one everyone. another, kids off their iPads and their devices, and it gets them outside in a family-friendly, very conducive way to healthy living. It's a I family mean, we're not a family cardio. event. We're not getting cardio necessarily. Hey, hey, my Fitbit, let me tell you, has done the little thing that's like, you're in the fat burning. And I'm like, the hell I am. That's right. You're <laughs> Here we go. Your Fitbit needs to reevaluate. Uh, your, your or, or I'm just like that sedentary <laughs> most often, but that's a big jump for you it. You are like, up and jump. moving, Michelle. <laughs> good job for doing Yay. something. <laughs> But like on league night, so on league bar. night, I it's almost get, I almost hit my ten thousand steps on league night. So that's a big, you yeah. know. Well, you Michelle runs a league, and that oh, is gosh. a lot of work. So I can imagine you're sweating and running around all day. 
<laughs> just for for like the um the logistics and planning part of that alone yeah for sure i would never somebody couldn't pay me to run a league oh they, they could pay me i mean everybody's got a number but yeah, like... i mean you would totally do it for money let's not lie <laughs> we kind of hijacked your pipe pi- we did yeah, you're perfectly fine um for both you're of tired. you <laughs> oh trust me i'm 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 there as well um how do you both get involved? How did you um, start off with you, Michelle? How did you get involved with with Cornhole and came about your your status to where you are now? So like Whitney said, like I just started playing like because my husband played and it was never something serious. It was like, oh, while we're waiting for food to cook, you might as well, mm-hmm. you know, throw a bag at the hole. Like, why not? But I was always like, like, no, somebody else can play. Or sometimes I play or like, well, we need a fourth person. I'm like, fine. It was like, whatever to me. Mm-hmm. Now she was... punches people to get the board. <laughs> yeah, like, God, who wants to play? No, but I, I was horrible at it. Like, okay, maybe not horrible. I mean, I could hit the board and stuff, but it wasn't very fun. Like, it's not fun to do something that you're not very good at and are never progressing at. Like, that's not a recipe for like fun for me. Failure, not fun. <laughs> yeah, so I was just like, yeah, whatever. So then one day as we were just playing our normal, like, okay, let's just play cornhole while we're hanging out and waiting for food to cook and stuff. My husband mentioned that I should take my step away because some people step and throw and some people just plant their feet and throw. And he noticed that when I stepped, I looked down every time, like, why are you looking down to step? You know where the ground is. And I'm like, I don't know. It's just a natural thing when you take a step to look down. But he said, but he said, what happened is I would take my eye off the hole. So basically I would look at the hole and then take a step, look down and throw. And so I was missing the hole a lot. And so he's like, just get rid of your step and just stand there and throw the bag. And literally that tiny, tiny change made me get the bag in the hole, like 70% more than I was before. And that's when sort of the light bulb went off. Like, Oh, Oh, maybe I'm not just bad at this. Maybe I just don't have the mechanics down. Like it's not a, I suck at this problem. It's a, I have more to learn and I actually could be potentially good. And that's when it all shifted for me. So we started like playing. So I was getting a little more serious. I was better. Mm-hmm. I was beating boys, which is always fun for a girl Woo-hoo. to do. Yeah. And I started getting more confident, but still, it's just kind of like, yeah, it's still just like a fun thing we do in the backyard. But then uh, my husband was going to leagues every like these tournaments sometimes. And I would go with and I would sit and watch. And then uh, he sent me or he bought these certain kinds of bags. They're called Vipers. And the oh, first God, time the Vipers again, <laughs> the love affair that I have with my Vipers. You listen is... to our podcast all in no a joke. Viper, Viper, because, Viper. because they are they are the converters. They converted me to a serious player because I picked up the Viper. My bag was flat. It was spinning. I was getting two, three in the hole every time I threw. And I was like wow, I'm actually good. And then I played in my first tournament, like maybe three or four days after I got those Vipers and I got like third place. And I was like, okay. Maybe but this, this is, is interesting, Mike, because I have had the opposite situation since this whole Viper, Viper, Viper situation. I started to realize like Michelle is like, like committed to this bag. And I think she could be very much better at the sport if she didn't like feel like she had to use this one bag to be good, right? Right. So then it translated to me and I started to tell myself, I don't care what bag I throw, I can do this. And my game has fundamentally improved just from that mental tweaking. Yep. So that's where you can see wow. that the, the mechanics, 
the equipment and the mentality all can come together yeah. to create whether or not you're on or off that night. Right. You want to play now? <laughs> I'm up for it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. I know if we could play virtually that we got to figure out some way to there is a from. way with like the ghost apps and things like that to play virtually I but know, it's just not as fun that's not yeah it's not the same I want to be like like you know how you um they have the the virtual reality stuff yeah mm-hmm. I want to be standing next to you when I put that thing on and yeah. throwing bags yeah, I, I feel like it. this should be able to be done totally yeah, that's a great idea. I'm sure you can give they it to too. somebody. Yeah. Yeah, we'll I think they that. are. They're making, I, I'm pretty sure, don't quote me, they're making a cornhole video game. I'm pretty sure that's in the works. So we're VR getting closer. Style? VR yeah, style? I don't know if it's VR style, but it's in the works. That would be nice. Yeah. I'll play it. Yeah, yeah and they're also. I mean, in person be better, but hey. Yeah, and there's also going to be like, I asked about like, is there going to be like fantasy? Because I love fantasy football. Is there going to be fantasy cornhole? And I, I was like, what cut- kind of fantasy do you want in your cornhole? <laughs> different, conversa- different conversation. <laughs> but for the sake of this conversation, I love fantasy football and there will be, uh, I think, some sort of oh, like draft, of like a fantasy draft. <laughs> okay, now I got you. <laughs> I was like, whoa, Michelle. But how, how cool like, would it be? How cool would it be to be playing fantasy cornhole and you're picking players that are like the players that were interviewing? Oh, I would love that. Hey, here's a question. Again, we're going to have to bring this up on our own podcast, but see, look what you're doing content wise, Mike. Um, My husband said, I think it'd be more fun if there was like regional teams of pros. So like the same way you root for like, he roots for the SEC versus Mm -hmm. the, you know, ACC or whatever. Like then, if your guy's out, you still yeah. are invested in, in the, the outcome, right? Well, yeah. I, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, and that was, and I'm glad you brought that up because I was actually going to ask that: Is there, <clears throat> first of all, if there is, you know, the professional league, is there regional teams or sites or stuff to where people can, if you know, the listener out there say, "I want to be," I'm interested. To your knowledge, is there any regional sites that they can may check out, or what's the best source for them to score Holio, right? Give it a uh, well, so for tournaments, yeah. So for like tournaments, you just want to download the app Score Holio. Um, and but then, that's not just tournaments because I can find where my blind draws are through that. No, I, I'm sorry, I just meant like non-pro. So for non okay. non-pro events, you go to Score Holio and you just it'll like it'll take your location in. And then and what's cool about that is when you go like when I go travel somewhere else, I can yeah I can go look up where the tournaments are and join someone else's league for that night. Um, nice. And then if you have hopes of being a pro, then you want to look up the ACL events. If you um, have hopes of being a pro, you don't need to be listening to Michelle and I. I'll That's not that. true. That's not true because we have, first of all, we're very entertaining. Let's be well, honest. Uh, for sure. <laughs> Some of the pros have told us that they rather listen to our podcast than any. And of we other bring ones on the there. pros. We bring on the pros, so it's not like it's like we do like to to help beginner yes. players, okay. but we also bring on pros to give actual tips. That was a self defeating statement, Michelle. I apologize. Yes, how dare you downplay our podcast? I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, if you want to be a pro, there are like regional events and things like that that you play and you have to qualify and what's cool well i don't know if it's cool but what's different maybe is the way that they do it is depending on where you are i think there's like it's like 200 and something pros 240 thank you 240 pros um, are allowed at one one time and so like whatever percentage of the lower bracket pros have to keep fighting for their spot so if you want to oh. become a pro you're playing against those 
lower level mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. of the 240 and you're it's kind of like when you're defending the title or the champion um and you're trying to take one of their spots and they're right. defending their spot and um, they have major major national competitions they also have these pro shootouts that are a little bit more just for hype and and fun and fame versus actually getting you higher up in that acl status the national competitions are the ones that are really going to earn them first of all dollars which is hard to come by as a professional in cornhole right now but we think that that will change change. yeah you know i mean they're not making tiger woods money just to be honest like when they win something but um but hopefully you know as the sport grows there will be more sponsorship opportunities you know and the payouts will be bigger which will like promote it as a sport in general broadcast wise or we want these pro like right now the pros all have to have jobs and we we really yeah they work full-time and they they work full-time and we really hope to see that change to where this can be their full-time job and we also one of the things Whitney and I really want to help with is creating fan bases for these pros Mm -hmm. who they're invested in their success and invested in who they are as people in addition to players excellent Um, point and just grow the sport in that way too, where you're like, oh, I want to go see Kaylee Hunter play because I thought that was really cool when I heard about her like childhood or her life or who she is. Right. Um, so right now, like a lot of other sports. Yeah. Right now they are showcasing the mega stars pro wise in the broadcast, but only for their ability to Skills. get the bag in the hole. Yeah. Right? right. It's very hard to be a loyal fan of anyone or anything. If you're not invested on some kind of deeper level and you know more about the person off mm-hmm. outside of the sport right so our goal with the girl pros is to showcase them in coming months um as just people like think about 30 for 30 on espn mm-hmm. that kind of thing right so i think if we can achieve that so people see them as these girls who are killing it and and keeping um up with the boys within a sport that is now professional and level i think they're going to get, you know, everybody loves an underdog. Everybody loves, you know, somebody oh, that they, they can root for. And it's very hard to do that if, uh, you know, if you don't know anything about them other than the fact that they're good at the sport. So, right. so that's where we're going. I also want to get better myself, but so far, <laughs> nada. That's not true. You have improved. I have. My mentality is doing wonders. Yeah. When it comes to the A, is the ACL correct? There's ACL, American Cornhole League, and there's ACO, American Cornhole Organization. Those are the two top. We are probably more affiliated, or our podcast guests tend to be all ACL. ACL, ACL, yeah. I don't want to misinterpret uh, the. No, thanks for asking. Not (laughs) many people do. Yeah. When it comes to the ACL, is it mainly based on like? When the major league lacrosse was big and so on and so forth, there's always based, let's say, East Coast type of thing. Mm-hmm. Is the ACL predominantly focused in one region of the country, or is it trying to, or is it kind of spread out? Or is it trying to, let's just say, like a wildfire go east to west type of a league? They're spreading out. Yeah, they're spreading out. I think that it was like heavy in the South. Mm-hmm. Um, but And know. also like in the Northeast, like Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, it's huge. But I'm the, I'm seeing like there's a like there's a pro shootout in San Diego. I think that they're trying to Iowa, Rock Hill. <laughs> I just went to Erie, Pennsylvania. Yeah, they yeah. are definitely branching. I don't. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I feel like they don't. 
visit the West Coast as often as other regions. They need to get more out West. They need to just get better venues is the biggest thing I could. Yeah, we want to go to Hawaii and like. Nobody's trying to go to Iowa. And then no, no offense, Iowa. But it's not, like, it's not on my list of not places my vacation I have to visit. destination of yes. yeah, exactly. yeah, it's there's not much up there. I mean, let's <laughs> let's be honest, we wouldn't pass Hawaii for Iowa. I mean, I mean yeah, right? exactly. Or no like, right. Or like Nashville's or Charleston, or we're gonna go out west, like even like Lake Tahoe. Let's go oh, and ski. Mm-hmm. Hey, I can drive there. That would be great. I mean, there like let's just pick venues that are like a little uh, think about you could start charging us for tickets entry yeah. you know because if we actually you want were to be there. somewhere that i actually wanted to be mm-hmm. you know i mean it's not rocket science guys but that's just my opinion right what? for right now we'll keep traveling to erie and iowa yeah. until i figure it out <laughs> are you guys I'm, I'm you never know is it big up in north dakota areas because lord forbid there ain't nothing up in that area well, so I'm trying to think of, we have a team of consultants for Girls Throw 2, and they are regionally diversified purposefully. I don't think we have anybody in Dakotas, right? We don't. No we have yet. Wyoming. Um, we have Colorado, uh, Washington, Washington, California. We have Arkansas. I live in Maryland, New Hampshire. Yeah. Um, we have anybody like New York, Pennsylvania? No, I feel like we should. So. Maybe we'll look into that. And then we really, I would really like to expand our team to the, that, like that Southern, East Southern realm because Cornhole has such potential in tailgates. Yeah. Right. And so college football tends to be much bigger within the Southeast, South and Southeast, especially. So we'll see what, I don't know. What are you, Big 10, Mike? Uh, Big 12. Big 12. Is that what they are now? Big Technically, it really should be the Big Ten because you know there's only ten teams in the Big Twelve. But you know, yeah, has it always been the Big Twelve, or do I just call it the Big Ten because that's logical? Way back in the day, it was used to it, technically, logically, you're correct. It's actually the Big Ten because there's ten schools, ten uh, schools <laughs> in the Big Twelve. Where's the way 12 back in the from? day was the Big Eight. So, well, why twelve? Uh, Nebraska and uh, Missouri. They just got added in. Texas A&M got uh, kicked out, or they moved, oh, moved to oh, other. You really um, got to fight for your spot yeah. there. And that- <laughs> just they kicked out, but you know, uh, they, I, they I think you made kicked out. <laughs> well, it's good to know. I mean, they got kicked out. I'll put it very down. similar. We're going to relate that analogy wise to like when those pros are at yes, the bottom of that two forty. That's right. They're going to have to fight each other to yeah. stay within pro status. Right. Much like this you're big gonna get 8, out. 10, 12, whatever y'all want to call it. <laughs> you're not guaranteed a spot next year, apparently. <laughs> no, they, they moved on to bigger, better things. So, But, but no, that's the, that's the analogy of the Big Ten, which I call it the Big Ten because it's only 10 teams. But. As it should be called. Thank exactly, you. Exactly right. Okay. Um, Mike, what's your, what's your favorite sport? I'm going to turn the tables. We now interview you. you're good my biggest one is football that's my that's my go-to professional or college more college than professional but professional is starting to slowly catch up and your team professional Uh, professional denver college the university of oklahoma 
Okay. I'm a Chargers girl, and I'm married. I'm a char- I'm a Chargers fan, married to a Raiders fan, so you understand Oof. my struggle. That sucks. I'm just gonna say, fly Eagles, fly <laughs> on the like, road like to Eagles. victory. Don't make me sing at all, guys. <laughs> I do. Like I will. <laughs> <laughs> There's one team in the pros I cannot stand, and that is the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, oh now we're talking though. No teams that I hate more than the Patriots and the Cowboys. Yeah, Patriots Cowboys, need to get yeah. the hell out of Dodge. Like, okay. <laughs> you know, like nobody wants to root for you after you've done this much shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like, so true. Been there, done that, go home. Yeah. 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 Now, Dallas is a team that if I would love to see lose, that's the team I would absolutely would love to see every year go 0 and 16. Well, sure. now, now sure. we can be friends. Yeah, we're all we're on gonna... the same page on the who we don't like, at least. Yeah, <laughs> hate, hater power. <laughs> all you Dallas Cowboys listeners, well. Yeah, oh, they're not we like you as people. <laughs> we like you as people. We just don't that's like the organization. Well, we don't know yet. You know, we got to test it out. <laughs> no, I will never like the Dallas Cowboys. I'm just going to throw it out. Oh, I meant the people. The people. Oh, the, the people. Fans. No, yeah. I think the people who are their fans are probably wonderful. <laughs> no hate there. I promise. <laughs> but never going to root for the Cowboys. No. Don't make me sing the fight song, Mike. <laughs> Don't make me the do it. The floor is yours on that one if you do. Uh, moving on. Moving <laughs> on. <laughs> but- we, are, we actually are on another uh, podcast tomorrow night, and it's a Philly sports program. So I have a feeling yeah. my love for the Eagles might come into play a little bit more. Just a tad bit. That one <laughs> might be a little more well-received <laughs> than I feel like my fandom is right now. <laughs> all right we'll see hey i've been you know i got some hate tweets so it's all it's all good oh you're doing things right then yep if you don't have haters then you're not important no you're not you're just doing it incorrectly um <laughs> but uh when it comes to obviously outside of cornhole uh whitney what do you like to do outside of cornhole this is funny because we ask the same question to the people mm-hmm. who come on our podcast. And, and they say, play cornhole. Right. <laughs> That's how they um, answer And I never want to be the girl who's like, when I'm not playing cornhole, what are you doing? Playing cornhole. Playing cornhole. Um, no, <laughs> I actually, I don't have any extreme hobbies currently other than like keeping my children alive is mm-hmm. a really good yeah. one. Um, keeping my marriage going <laughs> is wonderful. <laughs> but like, as far as actual hobbies, when... If I have free time, that's what I'm doing. Very nice. Playing cornhole. <laughs> what about you, Michelle? What are your cool hobbies? Um, yeah, I love music, so I play guitar and I sing well, like to write she's music. so much cooler than me. No, no, it's those are like my independent hobbies, right? That's what I do by like by myself. Um, you know, I don't have any of those. (laughs) You have three kids. I have one. (laughs) So that's already giving me a lot more time than you. Thank you. That makes me feel better. Yeah. So I love that. Um, and I just love yeah anything that I can create. So creating music, um, she raps by the way. Can I just, can I, can I, She's a rapper. I, what do you mean, really? I look like a rapper, don't I? For sure. No, Michelle. <laughs> if somebody made me bet $100, is Michelle a rapper or not? After first, like, Zooming with you, I would be like, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I don't probably scream. I, I love hip-hop music. Um, we have music going all the time. 
Um, but yeah, so pretty much like if I'm by myself, I'm going to be, I love learning. I love self-growth, self-help. I love that whole industry. Um, my other business is helping women with binge eating and weight loss and those kinds of topics. And I'm getting my PhD. So like, I, I love the, just the growth of like learning and expanding my mind from by myself. I love music. And then if I'm not by myself, I'm playing cornhole. And she loves putting out fires that her co-founder creates. <laughs> do I love doing that? Or do I just love you? No, but you're good. Very different. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> I love entrepreneur. I, like, I love being an entrepreneur. She loves, yeah, cool. keeping us afloat. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> so, what, so what you're telling me is one day I'll be seeing you both on the ESPN then? Yes. Maybe That's on the, the broadcast. Maybe. <laughs> Oh, but, not, not as pros. No, 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 no. No, no, as yeah. like content covering. Yes, exactly. we, we, plan, we plan to be involved you in that. You will never heavily. see us on that pro broadcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Court, if that's what you're asking. That's the thing. Like, Whitney's <laughs> at least played a competitive sport. I've never played competitive sports. I don't have that like drive to be a competitive player in the pro circuit. I love just... Neither I love just beating did. the boys around the neighborhood who are like, oh, well, we both like to girl. compete at a level elevated more than backyard what? play. No, but in the same but way that I want to beat someone. go far beyond that. Like, let me put it this way. My competitiveness is that like for cornhole is equal to me wanting to win at like Uno or Yahtzee. Like, of course I want to win. <laughs> right. But I'm not trying to like compete. You want to become a pro Yahtzee, a pro Yahtzee player. player, exactly. Right, exactly. As much as I love Yahtzee. God, if that was a thing, I might consider it. It's, it's like <laughs> not that much strategy involved. So yeah. It's like poker. Be. I mean, I would be a pro poker well, player. I do love I poker. I love Texas Hold'em. That's true. Right? If is, the there, is-, is there a pro Uno player? I would, I would <laughs> sign up tomorrow. Sold. <laughs> <It's> yep. <laughs> <laughs> if the ACL expands across the country, what's one city that you would love to flat out see it um, hit the market? In? California is like LA, like that area. I'm dying. Oh. I've been all over the world. That's where I'm from. I don't need to go back. I know, but I've been <laughs> all over the world. And the only place in, a, in our country that I've never been, that I'm dying to go is like that California mm-hmm. and Hawaii. I want to go anywhere on the coast. Like I used to live in Orange County, Huntington Beach, and my husband moved me here to Northern California and I'm like four hours from the coast. Mm -hmm. And every day I just dream about being back to the beach. So put me on any beach and I'm fine. Yeah. I would go Charleston, South Carolina. That's where I went to college. I would give me If you find a way to to make money and get me back there, I'm there tomorrow. (laughs) That's a great question, Mike. I never would have thought to ask that one. I was always, you know, curious because, you know, a lot of people will always, you know, sit there, you know, I'm a little bit Oklahoma City. I'm like, okay, I mean, that's cool too, but you know, I mean, not, <laughs> not much here to do, but hey, go for it. But yeah, uh, whatever you, whatever floats your boat. Yeah. I mean, Mike, I'm sorry. That was never going to be my answer. <laughs> well, I was going to say, if you were, I'd be like, yeah. if we're up. ever up that <laughs> way though we'll hit you up for sure i'm gonna push for it to get onto the docket for next season <laughs> yeah just put us you know in the far far at least you know bottom hundred i think will be all right yeah it's no us. i i think you i mean there is definitely a big presence within the acl around your general location maybe not Oklahoma I think so State too. specifically Hey, Dallas, you know, I'll, I'll give Dallas credit on that one. If Dallas comes down, if 
the ACL goes to Dallas, I'll, I'll make a trip down there. Well, we're going to Austin this month, later this month. So. We, meaning her, I have not decided if I'm going to okay. go or not. It's a I hope she does. situation. But Michelle is 100% going to Austin. I had to go to, there's my daughter in the same camo. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry okay. for the distraction. That's guys. okay. I had to go and yell at my family to stop talking so loud in the middle of our podcast. Well, so why you know. are my family looking like they're all going hunting all of a sudden <laughs> in my background? And then there's the little Toto dog <laughs> from like Wizard of Oz. This is our world. Anyway, Henley, can you not? Thanks. Sorry, guys. Um, anyway, um, We'll have to cut that. <laughs> My, unless this is live, in which case I'm screwed. No, you're, um, you're good. Anyway, um, we were talking about, oh, location and stuff. Yes. So Austin, she is going to go. Every, but I had to go to Erie by myself because Michelle couldn't make it to join me there. It could happen that Michelle's going to be in Austin by herself. But anybody near Austin should go. What are the dates of that? 25th, 6th. Oh, you're going to say what month? Oh, June, this month. This month. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, so yes, yeah, so, sorry. So June 25th, 6th, and 7th. So June 25th is my birthday. Uh, so yeah, exciting, exciting way to play, spend my birthday. Well, it will be fun if I was playing cornhole. So I'm, I'm happy with that. Well, if I don't go, we got to get your husband to go with you. You can't be all by yourself. No, he's going. He's going. But the problem is who's going to play with him if I don't? That's why it's like, if you don't go, I don't know how to do both. You got to play. That's what I had to do last time in Erie. Okay, well, there you go. I'll be playing then, apparently, with my husband. Yes, yes, you will. And Nicole will get our other team member, who is girlfriend of a pro who will be playing. She will get our content. Perfect. We, sorry, we're just figuring out our schedule. We're right just going to work out logistics <laughs> live on your podcast, so I hope you don't mind. No, you're perfect. <laughs> I've had a whole lot, lot worse, so that no. <laughs> this beats out the... <laughs> This is what this is what this is for, right? Okay, scale of yeah. scale of like excellent, <laughs> scale of like ten being excellent and zero being total fail. Where are we falling, Mike? Actually, ten because I had, you know, I know, like going into the podcast, I don't know much about cornhole, so I'm like, if they start quizzing me on like, hey, you know, what's your technique? I'm like, I really don't know. Oh, Whitney but, just quizzed you on math, but that's I cool. did. I kind of threw out. <laughs> <laughs> but did you see how like supportive I was in trying to help you get to the answer? Yeah, yeah. No, it was phenomenal. That <laughs> is the point of Girls Third Two. Let's just wrap it up with that. Yeah. That that statement is that Girls Third Two. We are not experts. If you've listened to us at all during this <laughs> podcast, you can probably pick up on that. We are girls who really want to increase female, you know, participation within the sport. We are girls who think that there should be a forum in which there's no such thing as a stupid question and you shouldn't feel silly for asking him like as you're getting started. We want to hold your hand and help you get into the sport because we feel like once you do, you're going to love it. And And connecting those women because what happens is automatically as a female in the sport, when you go to a tournament or a, a switch or a blind draw, when a male gets you as their partner, they're disappointed before you've even touched a bag. Like you could be phenomenal. If they don't know you, they're like, oh crap. Yeah. I got got the girl. I got the girls, my partner. And that sucks, but it's the reality. Mm -hmm. So if we can connect women and say, and then at least if you're, if you're going to feel that way, no matter what, but if you have another female there, you're like, you know, it's not you. Yeah. You're all screw it. I don't care. It's happening to everyone. Yeah. You're going to be like, 
screw you. I have more confidence going in. And, and it's like, sh- let's go, let's wrong. get to the board. Let's get to the board. You know, I, we were on another podcast. They asked like, you know, do you like crap? You know, do you shit talk? Do you whatever? And I'm like, no, I just get the bag in the hole. Like let I don't the score talk. do the yeah. talking. Right, right. <laughs> exactly. I don't need to yeah. say anything. Sometimes my score does talking and it's not really what I wanted to say, but you know, there it's okay. Cause I have fun. <laughs> well, also the way you throw your bag. So like, I feel like because I have a flat spinning bag, they already know. They take ele- you more serious. It's an elevated play. Yeah. But here we come into lingo. A lot of women get very intimidated when they come into the sport or not even women, just beginners. They'll hear words like flat bag, switch holio, you know, blind draw. They don't know what that is. And there's really not a lot of places where you feel safe asking that. You know, those kind of lower level questions. Until now, girls throw Until two now. Facebook forum. <laughs> <laughs> Go there. Two.com. There's no such thing as a stupid question. And we will handhold you through the process. Male or female, we are there to help you figure it out. Also, it has become from a female end quite the sisterhood. Like yeah. people are meeting up all over the country now because they met within our forum. And that's yeah. just awesome. Yeah. Very nice. And, well, I learned a lot. and so we wrap up our podcast that we just completely hijacked. <laughs> You're perfectly fine. I truly enjoyed it. Mike, you can't have people who have a podcast as guests on a podcast because this is <laughs> you, what happened. See, that was a fun part because I took over and you kind of took over. So it was, it was a it was a 50-50. Synergy. There was, there was, synergy. Yeah. There was a give and take. It was a give and take. Exactly. On yeah. um, My final question and we're wrapping what we know about this is how can I help you ladies out on our, my end of the bargain and how and get the name out there on Twitter and which I'm mainly on, but also Facebook as well. That is awesome. Well, any females, males, beginners, anybody even considering or wondering about what cornhole is, we highly encourage you to check us out at our website, girls or get on Facebook and go to what's called the girls throw to forum. You do not have to be a girl, I promise. We have lots of men in there there. um, asking questions, commenting, you know, posting things all the time. But it really is a safe place for people trying to get into the sport. Um, Think about it as in like the girls throw too because Whitney and I are girls. And what happens naturally as as a women-led company is it just has a different energy behind it. So it's not that we only market or or create things for women it's that we are women and we mm-hmm. are the founders and owners of the company so it's just going to have a different feel and goal exactly. and mission because we're women but men and women are all welcome we want all everybody all genders whatever you want to cl- define 100%. yourself as are all welcome it's just it's a female-led sure. company and piggybacking off of that brilliant statement that Michelle just did was um, another thing you could check us out is anywhere you listen to a podcast, you'll hear girls throw too. And we began thinking like we could only have female guests, female pros and whatnot. And what we are starting to realize is that it's not about the gender of the guests we have on. It's more about the questions and the nature of those questions that we ask, right? So if we, have, yeah. if we have a guy on, we're not going to ask the same questions that all the other boy podcasts ask, which might be like, how do you hold your bag? You know, very logistical. Right. We're going to ask, are you married? You know, what, do you do? Yeah. what does yeah. your wife do when you go out and play all these weekends? You know yeah. what I mean? Like <laughs> just more interesting things that women might be asking in their head as they listen 
to these kind of interviews. Right. We, we try to get on top of that and ask those same questions. Which is just naturally how we think. Yeah, it's not, no work. No, rightfully so. We have lots of boys say, I never would have thought to ask that. And I was like, really? How would you not have? I was like yeah. so curious about that. Exactly. You know? <laughs> it's just different. Men are from Mars. Women from Venus. Women are just superheroes. Or that. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. <laughs> on that note, <laughs> it's uh, it's been a pleasure having you, Michelle, and you, Whitney, on as on the as it though has it really so yes. <laughs> okay, you are a kind and, man, Mike. And just, and just so you know, you are the first two women that actually came on the show. So that's crazy. I love everything about that. That's so, we are so we'll say we'll say trailblazing our way into. <laughs> Well, so you ladies I, enjoy the rest of your evening. This is not a shop, by the way. This is just like a, a live and healthy wellness. Nobody thought home. that was a shot. What kind of I don't shot even comes know if that? people can see us, but I just, in case my mom's watching or something, I just want to be clear. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's a nightmare. I'm so sorry, Mike. <laughs> You're perfectly fine. I've, I've it's been, been a very long week. <laughs> Amen to that one. Uh, yeah. I agree. <laughs> and for you too. And we hope you get everything up and running. I hope you get a the sickest upgrade in vehicles. Me too. You and me both, because uh, you know, when you're scared to drive for your own work, it's it's pretty yeah, sick. Yeah. No bueno. It's so. a problem. Yeah, yeah, get these people to just give you what you deserve, Mike. You need us to call? Yeah. I'll hook him up. Yeah, we'll, talk, we'll talk about yeah, that when we get off air. <laughs> so we met this guy named Mike, and let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> don't give him the car he deserves. we've known him for less than 24 hours but <laughs> <laughs> but we get what we want so exactly. we want this <laughs> sleep with one eye open boss man <laughs> on that note <laughs> no it's been fun i appreciate I, so. I appreciate your time and uh, you're always welcome back on the show okay. Even if we don't talk nothing we just mess around that's all good that's Sounds really great news because I thought you would never talk to us again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, you guys, so much. Girlsthrow2.com. Don't forget us. If you have any interest in the sport, check us out. There you have it. You've been listening to the A-Red Attack podcast. We will be back after this.